Hello and welcome to Dr. Hallowell's Wonderful World of Different. I'm Ned Hallowell and I'm delighted to welcome my guest this week, my old friend, not old, my friend of some time, Angela Stevens, a brilliant, innovative, creative, resourceful and entrepreneurial woman who lives in the Midwest and is the CEO of Refocus, the creative office, as well as one of the best podcast hosts you could ever find. Her podcast is called Refocus with Angela Stevens. She's with us not only because she's extraordinary, but because her story, her path through life is indeed different. And we like to highlight different with an accent on how wonderful different can be but also how difficult it can be. It's not easy taking the road less traveled. It's a road some people choose, and it's a road some people are forced down. And I think in Angela's case, it was a little bit of both. But let me let her tell you. So Angela, without further ado, let me introduce you and please tell our listening audience about you. Well, first of all, thank you, Ned, so much. I I'm so gracious to have this opportunity to see you again and talk to you again. As you know, we had a podcast. You were on my podcast, and I was on yours. And so we actually have you scheduled to be on our podcast in January. So look for that. Yeah, definitely. We're excited about that. But no, so a little bit about me is... I owned a 30-year executive search firm for 30 years. Thought I'd be doing that forever, but I was a single mom for 10 years, and, you know, it was a journey. And my son was diagnosed with ADHD in the fifth grade at one of the highest levels on the spectrum. And uh, so you, were, you were on your own with him. I was. I was. And it was a journey. You know, I look back on that, Ned, and I remember in third grade, and fourth grade, if I could go a day without getting an email, a phone call from the teacher, he was disruptive, you know, he wasn't paying attention, didn't turn his homework in, things like that. And back then, I'm 53, he's 20 now. And so you look back back at that time, if I were to give my son medication or talk about ADHD, that was not a welcome subject. I was looked down upon on that. But I had to realize that I had to start looking through his eyes to figure out what was working and what didn't. And the light bulb moment for me was when I looked through his backpack and it was in fifth grade and all of his files in his backpack were all labeled. They were black, you know, perfectly organized. But one day I looked in his backpack and I went, oh my goodness, he sees a sea of black. So then I started incorporating color, yellow for history, red for science, things like that. But before you get into how you solve the problem, What was it like leading up to that moment? I mean, here you were a a single mom trying to, I I gather you're not, you didn't have a lot of money behind you. So you were having to work to make ends meet. You know, I didn't, I didn't get any child support. I didn't get any support from my ex-husband at that time. And I worked an all commission job and you do what you got to do. And it's that survival mode. And I did it for him. You know, I did it for him. But, you know, there was a really big, tragedy that happened in our lifetime. When my son was five years old, his father got into an accident, and it was a terrible motorcycle accident. He broke both of his ankles, shattered his ribs. He was in the hospital for three and a half months. And the hospital called me and said, you know, your husband's in the hospital. 
And I said, look, we're divorced. And they said, well, no one's here. So I went, and I stayed with him 24-7, feeding him ice chips for seven days. Wow. And I stayed with him through all of his surgeries. I took my son, and we saw him every day. And today he's walking, but that was a journey. So think about it. At five, the dad's in a wheelchair. I can't leave the child with him. So it wasn't an easy road, but you know, you make it. And you know, I mean, he had all these discipline problems too. He was a handful, right? He was he was more than a handful. And I love him dearly. I shouldn't say that. I know you but, do. You yeah. don't have to disclaim yeah. it, but, he, but he, he was for a single parent. How did you contain him? Honestly, here's what I did. I made everything fun. I worked out of my house, right? So think about this. When he when he was smaller, of course, he was in daycare because I was single. But when he was older and, you know, first grade, second grade, I would make a little desk in my office and I would say, okay, now we're going to have work time. You're going to, and I would get colors and I would say, you're going to work on your project. I'm going to work on mine. And then I would say, now I have a webinar and you have a webinar. And I would set him in front of a, you know, a video and it was educational, but it was things I had to manage. And honestly, I don't know how I did it. I just took it one day at a time. Mm, wow. I mean, it, and you didn't know that you yourself had ADHD either. Not at all. Not at all. But, you know, it's interesting. When he was in sixth grade, I'll never forget this. We had a meeting with the teachers, and there were that time they were all different teachers. So there's six teachers. So picture this I've got six teachers. I've got my husband at that time. We were married when he, got in, when he was 10. Then I had my ex husband. And six teachers and this little child sitting here. And I think of your story about the child that wants to be anywhere else but that place. But right. he took it pretty good. And they're saying, you know, look, at first hour, second hour, look at this paper. This looks like great work, right? But look at his paper when he's in sixth hour. It looks like a kindergartner. And first of all, I was so embarrassed for him. And you know what? It hit me. And I said, I know exactly what's going on. And I said, who's the teacher in the second hour and the sixth? And it amazes me it was the same teacher. And I said, his medication has worn off. And that's wow. what it was. So you just I just had to start really diving in. And I got to tell you, I, I listened to webinars on Attitude Mag. I read Psychology Today. I listened to you. I did everything I could to consume that. <clears throat> How did you get him diagnosed? He wasn't diagnosed till he was 10 years old, right? Right, exactly. So I got married when he was 10, and he was all over the place, you know, very hyper. And my husband now— did you, Let me just ask you, where did you find this man who was willing to take— Oh, uh, my God. You, he's, but a, but a out-of-control 10-year-old. Well, that's a question for him. No, just joking. But no, um, you know, I here's the thing. I was single for 10 years, and I had a physician that told me this. He said, Angela, make sure that you don't jump into a relationship because we don't know why, but within medical history, it shows that women will go back to the same type of person. So I made a list, and I made a life list and a partner list, and I figured out kind of what I wanted and I really stuck with that. And I even let my son make a list. Like, if I'm ever to get married, what would you like to see? And mm. I waited 10 years. And honestly, I met my husband on Match.com, believe it or not. And he, you're going to love this, that he never had children. 
All right. And I'll never forget this. He said, let me tell you something about boys. And I said, well, please, Squire, since you've never had children, I'd I'd love to hear your information on how to raise boys. Right. And he said these words to me. Okay. And he said this. He said, boys like to get away with things. And I said, oh, no, not my son. No, 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 no. Right. And Ned, he's 20. I've had to eat those words like you can't imagine. And honestly, I'm very blessed. He's so good to me. And he's such a great stepfather. I'm just forever blessed. And so one day you're gonna love this. He goes, I think he has ADHD. And I was like, oh, your history, you're gone. I'm like, you know, you don't talk to me about my child like that, right? And honestly, and so I had him tested. He didn't test here or at the medium level or at the high level. He tested very high. So I, of course, of course, go test him again by a psychiatrist. And they said, Angela, if they're in the middle, we do, you know, cognitive therapy, behavioral issues, things like that. But he's really on the high level. And Uh so at fifth grade, he went from a D student to an all straight A student. Wow. Wow. So with diagnosis and medication, I assume? Of course. And then just working with him just on a daily basis. And, you know, the one thing about my husband, I will say this. I know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I'm hyper and I love it. But he's very calm. He's like the calm engineer, you know. And he's a great balance for both me and my son. That's wonderful. So the good Lord smiled on you and, and uh, everybody won. Sounds I'm, like, I, uh, I'm grateful every day and never take it for advantage, uh, advantage of that. Your husband met the love of his life. Your your son got uh, a new dad and you met the love of your life and yeah. you're all happy. That's yes. yeah. Yeah. 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and my son's in college now, you know, I mean, he's in his second year of college. And so every day is not easy. Of course, he's striving for that independence, you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. But again, you just have to take it one day at a time. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. And does he have an ambition? Does he have any idea what he wants to do when he finishes college? Well, this is interesting. So he goes to a big university, has a lot of fun, you know, and I got to say, I did the same thing. My parents sat me down when I was that age and said, okay, glad you have a good time. Now let's talk. All right. And COVID hit. And as you know, kids with ADHD don't do as well with COVID, right? right? And so what happened was we gave him a choice because ADHD, you know, the maturity level, right? A lot of parents feel like their kids are ready for college. Honestly, it was probably too soon. But he came home one day, and I'll never forget this. He looked at me in the car, or he was driving my car, and I looked at him, and I said, why did you choose engineering? And there was this deep silence, and he was looking straight ahead, and I said, you did it because of my husband, and my husband's an engineer. And he said, how did you know? And I said, because I'm your mother, and I love you. Um, But I said, here's the thing. He's going to love you no matter what. I'm going to love you. We want you to be, and you want to be an astronaut? Let's go figure out how to do it. So he's in a community college, but get this, his desire now is film, photography, and he has a drone, and he is honestly amazing. He's picking up real estate jobs, doing drone work. He takes pictures of our products. He's in his element. Now, So now he's pursuing what he really wants to do. Right. And, you know, if I died tomorrow, I'd be so happy that he found that. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, don't die tomorrow. Okay? I don't plan on it, but you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's you know, we worry about you know, we worry about our kids. We want them to be happy and successful. Of course, of course. But now, as you're helping him grow up, you are tending a business, correct? Three of them. Okay, tell yeah. tell us about that. So you're like most people with ADD, you're a natural entrepreneur. Honestly, I think it's what made me be successful as an entrepreneur, honestly, because I can go from one project to another, to another, to another. Now, am I perfect? Do I lose my phone? Yes. Do I lose that? You know, I'm pretty normal in that respect. But I have a 30-year executive search firm in the pharmaceutical, biotech, and nutrition industry. I've had that for 30 years. I do that all the time. I can do it blindfolded. Love helping people find their careers. But our new business is three years old, and it was inspired organically through my son. And the reason for that is I, at age 45, I thought I was getting dementia and I kept forgetting my passwords. And my son one day got irritated and he goes, why don't you just create a password book? And I went, well, that's genius, right? And so we did. And now we have 11 versions. We have large, small, mini, left-handed, camouflage, executive leather. And now we've got 36 products. We're on Amazon, Walmart, Wayfair, Hy-Vee, CVS, Staples. We're going into 200 Staples stores in March. So we're so excited. And then the podcast was like a spinoff because I'd interviewed people for 30 years. So Mm -hmm. we started the podcast on how people focus and how they refocus. And today in a year, we've got 76 episodes and you are on one of them and and what a delight. Well, you're so kind, but how in 25 words or less, how do people focus? You know, it's interesting out of 76 episodes, I've never had one person say the same thing. Everyone's different. What I find is you would think the thing is, you know, meditation or, or, or quietness. Some people, they will have something in their pocket that they will hold on to. Another person said, you know what? Uh, actually, I love this. Melissa Orlov. She said, you know what? I'm older. I don't care. I really don't get nervous. You know, um, we've, ha- <laughs> we've had surgeons that have said different things. I love the head of Nestle Nutrition RG said, the movie Up, and I hope I say this right. He said, I stopped racing after the squirrels. So if you saw that movie, you'll know what that means. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. different, and it's never boring. So and we will be launching a brand new secondary podcast after our hundredth episode. So it's going to be real exciting. I love the fact that you said everyone's different because it's so true. One size does not fit all, and right. you know you, you, what works for me might not work for you, and what works for the third person, you know. So. Uh, Maybe it's the Nike solution. You just do it. And we're all a work in progress. I mean, everyone is different. Somebody that does it in their 20s might be different in their 50s. But I feel like everyone can take a piece, a word, a sentence, and be inspired by it. Right, right. Where do you think that moment when you looked into your son's book bag and, and, and saw what he saw, which was just black, where do you think the idea came to you from to add color? Honestly, I've always learned from when he was really small from great counselors was to get on my knees and just talk to him and get his attention. Because, you know, with ADHD, kids are all over. And so if you're listening, I would say, get on your knees, really look him in the eye and, and just show kindness and, and play with them a little bit, you know, and, and just have that in conversation. That worked really well for us. But when I did that, I looked I looked at that and I went, wow, that might help him. But what in turn is I use that in turn to help myself 
and in my business. And then our, our business now, the refocus, we have five clocks and it's time, the number two refocus. So think about it like this, time to refocus on your health, time to refocus on your child, time to refocus on you. You know, it goes on and on and on. We're all a work. In, I'm a self-help junkie. All that means is you keep trying to improve. Always. And, you know, I always, this sounds so cliche, but I always try to help people no matter where I go. When we go on strategy meetings with our business, I will have my staff, I'll say, you know, if there's a waiter or a hostess or someone that's done something extra nice for you, please find out who they report to. Do a tweet, write about them, because people complain, but they don't say the good things. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. It's a, well, you're someone who who says the good things. Now, if somebody wants to reach you, how do they reach you? Well, our website for our products is time, the number two refocus.com. And all you got to do is write to Angela at time, the number two refocus.com. All of our podcast episodes are on refocuswithangela.com. So time to refocus, T-I-M-E, the numeral two refocus.com that's the website time to refocus.com yes okay and then you're angela at time to refocus.com yeah and anyone can reach me anytime i'm always happy to help someone and your books and products are all on the website they are and you know what ned i don't know if i mentioned it to you last time so we have like calendars to do lists legal pads Everything that doesn't exist, there's a reason behind every single product. And I don't want to bore you with all that. But just to give you an example, I wrote a guided anxiety journal. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a counselor. But it was my journey with some of the best help. And it's got prompts on how to do things better. So like social media. You know, if you can't turn off social media, social media impacts teenagers. So we've got one for young adults and one's for teenagers. And I always say, go find the best counselor. But this is my journey. And I want you to be in a better place. And then we put resources in the back for help. That's wonderful. That's really, and you've done all this while running, well, three businesses, raising a child and sustaining a marriage and you probably go to the gym now and then as well. <laughs> you know what? I got stairs in my house, so believe me, I think it'd be, you know, because you know what happened, Ed? Get this. This is so interesting. So we are on Amazon, right? And when the pandemic hit, all of a sudden, we get this phone call or an email, and Amazon said, your products are no longer an essential item. So oh. overnight, we had to create a warehouse fulfillment center out of our basement, and I knew nothing. My family right. and my husband did. We didn't know about FedEx, UPS, um, USPS, packets, shipping labels, things like that. But you know what it did? You turn the bad to good. Because yeah. what that experience did, we have our own e-commerce store. We ship out on Wayfair and Walmart. We can drop ship. So we have our products in California and also in Missouri. And so it's made us better. Wow. You're a living embodiment of resourcefulness, ingenuity, persistence, resilience, big-heartedness, generosity. You're one of the real angels in this world, and I'm so lucky to know you and count you as a friend. You, you're a really remarkable story of being a single mom of a kid who was who was a handful, but instead of hitting him with a stick, you touched him with a wand of love and made things fun for him. And, yeah. and uh And that's made all the difference, obviously. You know, it's interesting, Ned. One of our newest products is, I don't don't have it in front of me, but it's called a college slash university and scholarship timeline sheet. 
And one side is colleges. The other side is scholarships. There are six in a pack. We have a video on how to use it. But you know mm-hmm. how, you know what, it, here's the thing. This is what I love about it. So I couldn't get my son to, to apply for scholarships. I don't know if anyone else has experienced that, but I couldn't get him to do it. So I literally created this. There's six in a pack, and I tell parents, put it in front of their video games, put it in front of their TV, put it in their car, right? But the third time, my son was filling it out, and here's why. I thought, well, I'll do it for him. So I started looking at scholarships online, and I'd find, oh, he's not going to Florida. Oh, he's not going to Ohio. Oh, he's not engineering, right? But the fourth, I was overwhelmed, and I thought, if I'm overwhelmed, I'm asking my son to do something that he's overwhelmed. And, you know, we as parents say, you get in there and you fill out that, you know, you fill out those scholarships, right? Wouldn't it be a better world if we took a packet and said, hey, you know what? I found this at Staples or on Amazon. Take a look at it. That's it. It's a great idea. And, and and that's one of the big obstacles is filling out these forms for admission and scholarships. It is. It is. Once again, you find a a way to make make that simpler. That's good for you. Wow. It, well, it worked. That's all I can say is yeah, it, by yeah. the third time he was filling them out. That's all, yeah, you know, so yeah, go yeah. figure. Well, Angela Stevens, it's so nice getting a chance to spend time with you again and, and uh, just admire and rejoice in what you've done. And I, I, I'm sure our listeners will We'll go find you, the time to refocus.com. And that's the numeral two, not T-W-O, time, numeral two, refocus.com. Angela Stevens with a P-H, Angela Stevens. Refocus with Angela Stevens is the podcast. She has the, these wonderful products and books. And more than that, a wonderful heart and soul and an entrepreneurial spirit and a, a just a lovely touch in life. I, I can't thank you. Thank I, wish, you so I wish I could hug you. You're so nice. Well, like I said, you're going to be on it. By the way, I'm going to say something about you to your audience. All right, you ready? So sure? the way that I contacted Ned, do you remember Ned? No. I had to hunt you down. Do you, you don't remember <laughs> this? So no. just so your audience knows, you helped me raise my son. I will forever be grateful. I tried to find you. I emailed you. I called your offices. They said, well, he's in different offices or whatever. And I kept calling and emailing it. And you called me and I was so shocked to get this phone call. You were at the airport. And I said, I'd love to have you on my podcast. And I was so nervous. And you started talking and we had the best conversation. And you go, I'll be on yours if you be on mine. And that touched me. So I I think of you as a great friend. And um, for all your listeners, he's the best. Oh, thank you, Angela, so much. And and I look forward to joining you on your podcast next month. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. All the best. Thank you so much. Okay.